0: What's Happening Achievers, Ajit Sidhu here. Um, Today I want to talk about a really important topic that in my life, and uh, it should be a very important topic in everyone's life. Uh, It's about play. Playing with your children, playing with any children. It's such an important thing um, that we've, in our society, we've forgotten how to actually play with children. Um, If you're a parent or you have a nephew or niece, we tend to not know how to play with them. We see others playing with the children and we wonder how are, how do they do it? How, how are they having such a beautiful connection with them? The society around us has actually made us believe that playing is not a good thing. We should be working, we should be uh, focused, we should be uh, reading the books and uh, and at school sitting in lines that is not the real truth they made us believe this even with super nanny with her punishment and timeouts super nanny doesn't even have her own kids how, what does she know that's the we start following what others say and do when we should actually think when we were young how did we learn everything and if you remember, just like, if, if, just like myself, we played. We played and played and learnt. We learned on gravity when we threw the ball up and it came, it came, came down. It didn't just hover in the air. We learned how to ride a bike and when we fell, what pain was and emotion was. This is all, all the things that we have to realise. <clears throat> Excuse me. Now we can have all the respect, love and connection with our children with any child um as long as we bring the fun back into it and this is something that I'm I'm really for this is a huge thing in in our in our house we tend to play most of my tra- my trousers or my jogger bottoms have got the knees all ground to ground and ripped and I still wear them as they are my trophies that I have actually got on the floor and played with my children. Now, we can learn and we can learn and teach everything through play. Um, so one, the, 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 there's three secrets that I just want to quickly go through. The first one is playing is not only for children. We play all the time. When we're, when we're at the gym working out, that's almost like play for us. Uh, we're picking up weights, we're feeling good, the, the emotions are feeling are going around us. When we're playing a sports game, when we're doing martial arts, for instance, that's us wrestling or playing. Or, it, but we see it, we classify it as sports, like football. They're playing on the field, the footballers are running around after a ball, they're playing. When the wrestlers are wrestling on TV, they're, they're, they're playing wrestling. That's exactly what they're doing, and this is this is what ch- what we have to realize that we still play when we're doing a crossword, or we're on a phone and we, we decide to play a game, a, a brain teaser game. We're we're learning through play, so we still do it, and we're just big kids. Children need to play. It play is like work for them. That's what it is. It's they don't know anything else. That is their life, the the imagination world, that the time concept that they have is just of now they don't have the the past and the past and the future so they just want to play in the moment and then we think oh all you do is just just play but the truth is they're learning and if we like my uh, going back to my my example uh, one of my things is I love going to Disney and and I think everyone knows that Disney stands for the happiest place on earth you watch a Disney movie, your imagination goes wild. You go to a Disney store, it does the same thing. However, when we go to a Disney park, when you're standing at the gates and the gates open and you see all the people right next to you and you start walking and then all of a sudden you do break out into a slight jog and then you start running because you realize that everyone's breaking out into a jog and, and everyone's running. You're running to, the, running to the, the actual rides and competing against everyone, That's, you're playing. That's a, that's a game, you start to play with everyone. And then you've got a massive smile on your face. It's not you push each other and beat each other up. It's, it's, it's play. And then when you are actually there, <coughs> when you're actually there and you're on the rides, you're having the thrilling emotions, You're learn- without us knowing, we are learning communication. We are learning bonding with our children, social, emotional bonding with our children. We're learning um, the physical development. We're, we're improving our physical development because constantly we're walking around in the park. And then on, on top of that, when we're in some of the parks, they teach about the different worlds and different cultures. We're learning about it. And there's so many cultures around us. And we look and we, we listen. And our brain is just absorbing it all in so easily. It's because we're playing. And that's where we get to a point where where we learn the most. But when we go to school or we go to a lecture, we end up falling asleep. And that's the parenting style that we do. That's the, that's the type of play that we tend to go back to when we're with our children. The lectures. The, we should be doing this. This is, this is correct. This is wrong. This is and, 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 and even to the point of, you need a time out. Not, no one needs a timeout. Timeouts should never be done. Children should never be left alone. We should just play through their emotions. We should play with them. We should constantly be on the floor with them. So that's something that going through this process, just going through your, your entire, uh, from your childhood, how you learned so, so quickly. Um, you probably learned more in the playground at school than you did in the actual class uh, and much more quicker. Now, secret number two, you and you do know how to play. You just f- have forgotten. I go back to the same thing that we are just big adults. We're just big children that have just grown up. And I, I love the this movie that um, it's Hook with Robin Williams, and this one scene that oh, just hit r- right home. Peter, Peter Pan, he's forgotten that he's Peter Pan and he's um, trying to get his children back um, because Hook has actually taken kidnapped his uh, children and he has to remember that he used to be Peter Pan and he's in the, he's in the woods with all the lost boys and he's training and they're throwing him off, off the cliff and he keeps hitting the ground and he's all injured and it's, it's night time and they've got this huge banquet out. Excuse me. They got this huge banquet out, and uh, Peter is stumbling and uh, going to the table, and he's so hungry, and, and it's dark. And Tinkerbell sits next to him, and then they reveal the food, and there's nothing in there. And the Lost Boys are digging in, they're digging in, and he, Peter turns to Tinkerbell and says, "There's no food. There's nothing there." And Tinkerbell says, "You just have to use your imagination. You got to start playing." And he's like, oh, I can't do this. And he just felt so disheartened. And his rival, um, the one who's the leader of the Lost Boys at that time, Rufio, starts to, starts to tease Peter, saying that he's old and he's useless. And because Peter is a lawyer back in the real world, he knows how to battle through words. So he starts battling and he starts playing and he puts Rufio in his place. And then what Peter does is he picks up a spoon And in front of his bowl, empty bowl, he kind of pretends to scoop up something and arches the spoon back, aiming it towards Rufio. And he says, oh, Rufio. And then Rufio turns to look and then all of a sudden he flicks the fake food. And they look at Rufio and the food splats on his face. And Peter is shocked. And he looks at Tinkerbell and he looks at the Lost Boys. And he looks at the food and he can see all the food and the boys say, Peter, you start to play. And that is such a beautiful moment because we just have to remember how to play. Because once we remember how to play and start playing, all that magical world becomes available to us. So when you, um, what we need to remember is, we need to engage in the activity uh, with our children. We need to get down to their level. Um, I was in the same position as every, every single person. I was probably the worst when it came to uh, children. I was n- unable to relate to children because I didn't have any of children on my own seven years ago, before seven, eight years ago. And on top of that, I used to believe that children and dogs do not like me. And I felt like a vampire every time I walked past a dog and the dog would kind of go growl past me. And when I would go towards the child and the child would start, the baby would start crying or the child would kind of whimper into their, their parents' leg. I thought, wow, really, I don't know how I'm going to be able to relate to any child. And then when my wife said that she's pregnant, I had to learn how to play. I had to be Peter Pan and remember and going through the process and having my own child and getting down onto, learning the secret of getting down onto the ground and playing, I realized that my energy would would ignite when I'm with my children on the floor. And it was magical. It was absolutely magical. And that's the way we remember. We just have to just get down on the floor, see the children's interests. we don't want to force our interests on them because our interests are absolutely boring, covered with lots of adult stuff on top. And once we're down on the on the floor with them, just start mirroring them. And with communication, mirroring is a big thing. With children, it works wonders. The child just has an instant connection with you. And that is, uh, that is such a huge um, way of building a connection, and then your energy ignites, and you start playing. As long as you're following their interest, you, know, you, you start playing, and, and the lost boys will say, Peter, you started to play. Now, secret number three, not enough time to play. This is something that us adults all say, oh, we don't have enough time. I've got to do my work. I've got to do this. I've got to make money. I've got to finish with the project. I don't have enough time. But if we actually think back, just think back to the amount of time we've spent and actually write down what you are grateful for. Are you going to write down that you are so grateful that you were able to dig into that project and and, and finish that project and be at work and make money for your boss or make money for others or make money for yourself, for instance, but not be able to share it with anyone. If you do think that, then you really need to buy my course on uh, how to play. But if you don't, if you actually think about the real gratitude moments, they're always with the children. I do this every single day in the morning. I wake up, I open my gratitude app up and I think about, the day yesterday, and it's always thank you for the time I was able to spend reading the book with my my son. Thank you for being able to play with his um, teddy bears. Thank you for being able to wrestle with my son. This is all these these emotions. The same thing. Same is true when it comes to with your partner, with your friends, when you go when you're do a sports with with, with one of of your colleagues. You write those moments down because they're special. You're playing at that time. And that's the truth of it. The most memorable things are when we're playing. It could be playing with our spouse. It could be playing with our our parents. It could be playing with our uh, brothers or sisters. Those are memorable moments. We don't tend to remember what work we did. That's a huge thing. Another thing that I want to say is about energy. When we, say, when we say we don't have enough time, sometimes it's more we don't have enough energy. And that's the an excuse that we make. The way to actually get an energy, and this is a life hack right here, is use a pre-workout. They have caffeine, they have vitamin B's in them, they have, um, they have so many different things in them that gives you energy, it's made to give you energy in the gym. When you're playing with the kids, you wanna be full of enthusiasm, energy, and be able to be aware of exactly what, what interest they have. And it's such an easy life hack. I use NO Explode, but that's more for, um, I think it's more for men maybe, but the, my wife, there's, you can use the grenade. Um, for women on top of that you're because you're using the pre-workout you're you're losing weight Uh, but i always say advise you say get advice from a, a medical person before going on to these things if you're not allowed to go on there just have some coffee or the the best one is matcha green tea this is amazingly great not only is it 100 times more de- de- detoxifying than uh, green tea. So green tea is like 10 times more to- to- toxifying than green tea is uh, more de- detoxifying than um, um, normal tea. 10 times matcha green tea is actually 100 times more. And you just need to take a little scoop. It, it costs uh, to about 10 or 11 pounds from Amazon, a little tub. It detoxifies you, it energizes you, and it relaxes your mind altogether. That's the best one. However, if you are into the sports industry or you want to, you do sports, then pre-workout, and you use pre-workouts, just use it before playing, playing with kids. I do that every Saturday and Sunday. It's amazing and we have an excellent time. But not only that, the other thing is, when we say we don't have time, we just mean we don't prioritize it. And the reason why we don't prioritize it is because we don't know how to play. Now, if I said to you, what if I said 98% of prisoners in, in a jail were questioned and they were questioned about their parents and they were asked, what relationship? Did you did you used to play with your parents? Did the parents play with you? What if I said 98% of the prisoners said, no, my parents did not play with me. And we didn't have a connection. They were just too busy. Would that make you prioritize playing a little bit more? What if I told you that 5% of all the wealth in the world is... Uh, Sorry, 90% of the wealth is owned by 5% of the people on this earth. And those 5% of the most successful people were questioned the same question. And they said, yeah, my parents were always there for me. They loved me. They took care of us. They're the one who taught us about life and how to succeed. Wouldn't that make a huge difference in how you prioritize your life? It's just something to think about. Richard Branson is one person that, that is, vouches for this. His parents were always there. They taught him through play and he still plays. He, he's, he jumps off buildings and he has the balloon, balloon rides and he does all these adventurous things. He's, he continues to play and all his marketing is based upon a playful method and that is something that we have to prioritize as well. So that's just a few things that I just want to quickly discuss and talk about, and maybe just make you think about playing with children in a different light. Keep achieving, keep adding value, add value to children's lives now that you know that playing is fantastic. If you do want to know more about play and how to play and the psychology of play, I am building a course about um, playing with the children and how to play. Um, So do message me if you would like uh, to be informed about this. Um, You can go to the Facebook, our Facebook page. We've got two Facebook pages, one is Invincible Achievers, and the other one is Little Ones Life Skills. And Little Ones Life Skills is where we're building this course for parents or anyone that wants to learn how to play, that it's almost like the Santa Claus effect of having the magic of being able to communicate instantly with children. I'll speak to you later. Take care. Bye.